Welcome back to another episode of the Press Room. It is bowl season. It is playoff season. It's game day for my Tennessee Vols. And Nathan, before we get into it, I already know the answer to this question, but the listeners want to know, what's on your mind today? What's been on your mind for the past couple days? Um, What's been on my mind? What's been on your freaking peach bowl? That's what's been on my mind. Um, yeah, I mean, nothing really else to talk about. It's just kind of shut up or play at this point. So we'll get into it. Minute, to it. But... Yeah, that's that's really what's only been on my mind. Besides Spencer Rattler about to take the Gamecocks eighty yards for a for a game winning drive right here. But okay, so we're gonna cover the NY six bowls. We're gonna cover the playoff. We'll talk about that game first. Keep me updated because I know you have it on. Yeah. What is it? Notre Dame's up by a touchdown. A minute yeah, left. By a touchdown with a minute 30 left. Is Spencer Rattler going to clutch the game? Okay. Before, while that is in progress, let's start with the Orange Bowl. That is in 45 minutes. My Tennessee Vols playing Clemson. By the way, if you do prize picks, I'm not saying my Vols are going to lose, but if you do do prize picks and you want a free play, take Kate Klubnik over passing yards. It will hit. I almost promise you. Kate Klubnik over passing yards. What's his line? 267. Yeah. But anyways, <clears throat> Hendon Hooker's out towards ACL. I don't know if he would have played anyways to go into the draft. Jalen Hyatt's out. Those are really the two big opt-outs we have. Other than that, everybody else is playing. But that means Joe Milton is playing at quarterback. So right now, Clemson's favored by three and a half. I want to get – are you going to watch the game? Yeah, I'll I'll have it on. All right, give give me your uh your your what do you think is gonna happen tonight? Obviously, the way Tennessee uh, uh performs is pretty much on the shoulders of Joe Milton. But yeah, I'm gonna say the better quarterback, whoever plays better at quarterback is gonna win the game, and I'm gonna put my money on uh, the Clemson kid. So I'll go Clemson. Uh, I think it'll be a high scoring game. I'm going to go like 41, 31. Okay. I'm going to, uh, I still got hope for Joe Milton. Obviously, this is the game that he's like, this is like where you show, like, are you going to be a starting quarterback for Tennessee? Like, this is where you show you're playing Clemson. It's an NY6 bowl. Like, like, are are you going to perform? And I guess we'll see tonight. I'm not. I mean, we'll see. Um, I still have hope. Tonight's the night. We'll see. If he plays terrible, then we may be calling for Nico. But as of right now, I'm going to say Joe Milton has a game, and we win 38-35. Go balls. <laughs> All right. well, I hope Milton throws like five picks. That's a possibility. Yeah, it really is. All right. Uh, Sugar Bowl. Tomorrow, you'll be in attendance, Alabama and Kansas State. Um, Alabama, no opt-outs. Bryce Young's playing. Will Anderson's playing. You excited? I, I think that's a uh, it's probably one of the best Sugar Bowls you've, you'll go to, that you've been to in a while. Yeah, it'll be definitely better than – it'll definitely be better than last year. Um and then there have been a couple that games have been pretty bad. But, yeah, I think it'll be a decent game, honestly. 
Uh, as far as like attendance, I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of Bama fans aren't there as much as usual for a Sugar Bowl, just because with the way travel's been this holiday season and, you know, the lack of them not making the playoff and they've been to the Sugar Bowl like four times in the last 10 years. Like not a lot of fans want to travel to New Orleans again. So I wouldn't be surprised if there's not it's not a very well attended game for Bama fans, but I think Kansas State fans will be there. I don't know how many because Manhattan's a pretty far jaunt. Um, but I feel like Kansas State will show up. There'll be some fans there. I still feel like there will be more Bama fans than Kansas State fans. Um, it being an 11 o'clock game as well might have some people, you know, not really caring about the game as much as what's going to go on after the game um, down on Bourbon and New Year's Eve and stuff like that. So um, as far as the game goes, I think it'll be a great game. Uh, obviously, Bryce Young and Will Anderson both playing. They've got to have some kind of insurance policy taken out on them to be able to play this game um, yeah. in case they get hurt, obviously. And I don't think they would like play the first half and then not play the second half if they're up by a lot. Like there's a reason they're playing the game. They're going to play the whole game if they're yeah. going to play it all. So I feel like it'll be a good game. I feel like Kansas State will keep it a very, very close game. I think it'll be more competitive than a lot of people think. But I think Bama ultimately takes control and wins the game for sure. That'd be dumb not to pick Alabama, but Bama has a tendency of losing in the Sugar Bowl. So we will yeah. see. I'm going to go Bama just because Br- Bryce Young can't go out in a loss. Like he he didn't yeah. even, he never won a championship. Like I know it's the Sugar Bowl and it's, it's not, doesn't mean as much for Alabama compared to what they're used to. But like obviously he's playing for a reason. Like, yeah, sure. Like, Bam, uh, Nick Saban's going to have his guys ready. You know, no matter what kind of game it is, they're not going to come out and beat themselves. Um, And I think Kansas State will be ready, too. This is probably one of their biggest games. I don't know their program history very well, but I would assume it's a top five game in their program's history. So I think both teams will be ready to play, Um, and it'll be a pretty decent game. I don't know how well Bama is going to play at 11 in the morning. Um, I know Kansas State's used to having early games. I don't know about Alabama, but it's a bowl game. You've had time to prepare. You're healthy. So it'll be a good game. I'm excited. Uh, we also have the playoff games tomorrow. We will save that for last. Let's go to the Cotton Bowl and Rose Bowl or on Monday. Let's start with the Cotton Bowl. USC and Tulane. Caleb Williams playing, uh, playing against the team who he made his first start against. Or was it his first? I don't know if it was his first start or he played his first game against Tulane. I saw something about that, but I don't think this is going to be that close. Like, I know Tulane's good for a non power five, but mm, I'm, I'm going to say USC is still, it's controls the game. Yeah. USC will win this by two touchdowns. Um, as far as Power 5 schools go, this isn't the Power 5 school that we're used to seeing make the bowl game, like Cincinnati in years past. And um, they're just not as powerful. Like Tulane's a good team, and give credit to them in the season they had, but they're not a team that's going to come in there and scare you. Like I remember, remember when Corey Davis was on like Western Michigan, like five, six years back, like when they win it, then they win in the Cotton Bowl. Like you were scared of Western Michigan. I'm not scared of Tulane as as USC and the Heisman Trophy winner with Caleb Williams. So I think it'll be an easy two touchdown win for the for USC. Yeah, I agree. Uh, <laughs> Rose Bowl, Utah making it to the Rose Bowl after they beat USC in the conference championship. 
uh, playing a Big Ten rival of yours, Penn State. I I could see this being a good game, but I could also see Utah just like running away with it. Don't sleep on the boys. This is Penn State's Super Bowl, man. You know, Sean, they're... is this is this like Sean Clifford's like last career game? Yeah, I think so. Um, don't sleep on Penn State. I mean, they're a good team. Um, they'll come. They'll come. They'll be. They'll be ready to play. They'll be ready to play. It'll come down to defense and if they can stop Utah. Um, we know what Utah's defense is. They're solid. Um, my biggest question is, can Penn State hold up defensively? Because we already know what their offense is. Like they're going to put up like twenty four points a game. Um, nothing, nothing crazy. Not going to blow you away with passes or athletes or anything. But can they hold up on defense to stop uh, Cam Rising and, and the boys of Utah? Is the big question for me that I want to see. Yeah. Is uh, is Cam Rising a junior? I'm assuming I haven't seen he's going to the draft, so he's coming back, right? I can look it up real quick. I think he should be coming back. Or no. Is he might be a sophomore? No, nah, I haven't heard anything about him being a prospect, so I assume he he might be a sophomore. I'm not even sure. He looks too old to be a sophomore. No, he's a junior. Well, I'd assume he's, he's a junior. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, um, let's start with the Fiesta Bowl for the playoff. We'll leave your uh, Ohio State game for last. Um, <clears throat> TCU and Michigan. That's if you would have told me or anybody at the beginning of the season that TCU would have been in the playoff, would have been like no shot. But here we are. And they're going to be playing in the playoffs in 2022, I guess. Well, yeah, or I guess, yeah, tomorrow's the last day of 2022. Um, you think TCU stays in it and keeps it close? Yes. And I say that because I do believe that they will be able to put points on the board. Um. Ohio State had some success putting points on the board against Michigan in the first half. So I agree. I think that TCU can as well. And they've got nothing to lose. Like if they play aggressive, they come out and just lay it all out on the line. Like they're going to do, they're going to score some points. My big thing is how long can Michigan to win this game is the physical, more physical team. And my big question is how long can TCU stand the bullying of Michigan? How long can they stop the run when it's fourth, when you've got nine minutes left in the fourth quarter, can Michigan go down and drive 90 yards in six minutes by just running the ball down your throat? And I think Michigan can do that. So I think it will be a decent game through the third quarter. And I feel like Michigan low key, like late in the game could very well pull away and make it like a 17, 20 point game by just being more physical. So you but want... yes, I do. I to answer your question, TCU will stay in the game. It won't be a blowout. Like if TCU is winning after after the first quarter, I wouldn't be surprised. Okay. Are you like if it's ten to three TCU at the end of the first? That would be that'd be I wouldn't be surprised at that. Are you still taking Michigan? Yeah, Michigan is the best the better team. Yeah, I agree. So does that mean you're 
saying there's going to be an Ohio State-Michigan national championship to move on to the Peach Bowl? Yes, there will be. Okay, talk to us. Ohio State, man, we don't deserve to be there, but we've got the opportunity. We play better. Ohio State's never the underdog in a game, ever, 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 ever. When we play as the underdog is when we play our best. You saw it under Urban Meyer. You've seen it under Coach Day. Um, the few times that we've been an underdog, we've played well. Like when we lay it all on the line, we have nothing to lose. We're healthy. We've got our guys out there. There's just something a little bit different about we we tend to play scared and more conservative when when we're the like we're just trying to get through a game. Like you saw this year against Northwestern. You saw this year against teams like that where we're barely like Maryland. We're barely beating teams and then we're pulling away. Like. We need this game. We're not going to be afraid to just leave it all out because no one really cares. And it's it's Georgia, and it's that's what everyone expects. So I expect us to come out with some <clears throat> intensity that you don't see Ohio State play with a lot. Um, I hope that we're very physical up front because we're going to have to be, especially on um, off on the offensive line because Georgia's defensive line is tough. I believe Marvin Harrison will have a game. You'll see him make a good some insane catches. My big thing is, can we, are we, are we going to be able to run the ball? Um, Mayan Williams has been under the weather this week. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how much he's involved, which I hope he is because he should be ready to play. Um, obviously Trayvon Henderson's out. Uh, don't really care. He sucked when he played this year because he's been playing hurt the whole year. Um, but yeah, my big thing is how physical are we going to play? How, how are we going to hold up throughout the game with their physicality? And are we going to play loose? Are we going to play free? If we can do that, we'll win the game. Cause I know we can put up enough points to beat Georgia. It's just about, can we put up those points? <laughs> you know, we've got to have Ohio state hasn't played a game that we've, we haven't played a complete game this year at all. At all. If we play a complete game against Georgia, we'll win the game. We're that good of a team. We can beat anybody in the country. We just got to play a complete game. Okay, that means defense as well. So what yeah. Do do, what do you have to do to stop Georgia? Um, to stop Georgia, we're gonna have to do the same thing offensive, offensive wise. We're gonna have to get pressure on the quarterback. That's the number one thing. Um, our secondary definitely did not play well against Michigan. They're gonna have to figure things out. But I feel like everything starts up front for Ohio State. We've been dominant on defense over the years. It's been because of. Bosa brothers. It's been because of Chase Young. It hasn't been because of Jeff Fakuda and Darren Lee and Ryan Shazier, you know, all American guys in the back end of the defense. It's been because we're able to get pressure. We're able to enforce our will on the defensive line. If we can do that, if JT, um, if Michael Hall, like our big guys up front can have games like JT had that game against Penn state. <clears throat> like if he can have a couple of good plays like that, if we're able to get pressure, if we're able to force sets and minutes to be uncomfortable and do things he doesn't want to do, that'll be the key for Ohio state. I'm not worried about our linebackers. Our linebackers are okay. Um, our secondary, like, like I said, it takes care of itself. Like, like for Tennessee, it's the same thing. Your secondary can be bad, but if you're getting pressure on the quarterback, they don't have to play well. Yeah. You know, force them to make a mistake is the big thing that we're going to have to do. And Georgia doesn't do that a lot, but if we can force them to make a mistake and make sets and minute uncomfortable, that's the key to winning the game. So it all starts up front for us, for sure. That's what I'll have my eye on. I agree. I think if you guys come out and start strong, like I think if you guys are going to be, you can't be playing. I think if you guys are playing from behind, you're not going to win. No, you guys uh, no shot. Like, 
come out and put up points and like keep putting up points. Yeah. And that's what sucks about Ohio state is we're a second half team. Like you've seen in the games, like against Northwestern against Michigan, like, like we were only down against Michigan at half by like three points, but we should have been up by like 10 at half. Yeah. um, Just because of the mistakes that we made that forced us to turn over the ball and penalties and different things like that. But Ohio State's a second half team. We've always been that. So if we can go into the, you know, if it's 21, 14, 21, 17 and a half, I'll take that all day. Cause I know that we're going to make adjustments. Hopefully not against Michigan, dear God, because they ran up the table on us in the second half. But any other game this year, it's, except for Michigan the past two years, we've been a second half team. So um, I trust our coaches to, to be able to do that. And I, I feel like our players are bought into what we're trying to do. So We've had a month to prepare. I feel like there's not really any excuse to not play well in this game. So gotta be a four-quarter um, team. I've got high expectations. Yeah. Yeah, we've got to be. And Ohio State does has a hard time doing that. Like I've said, we haven't played a complete game all year. All year we haven't played a complete game. So it'll be interesting to see how we play. I'm gonna be excited. Yeah. It'll be um I'm I'm picking Georgia just because I haven't seen Ohio State pay, play complete game. Obviously, there's no doubt that I don't think anybody denies the talent that Ohio State has and the fact that if they played 60 minutes of football, like they could win the game. Like everybody knows that. But it's will they or will they not? Yeah. And I guess we'll see tomorrow. It's just we've got to do it. We've got to do it. Yeah, I'm excited. I know I'll be getting text messages and Snapchats and all day tomorrow. All right, but it'll be fun. I'm excited. Final score prediction. It's a if it, if Ohio State's gonna win, it's gonna be a shootout. So I'm gonna go like 49, 49, 41, Ohio State. It's gonna have we're gonna have to put up a lot of points. That'd be so entertaining, bro. Yeah. I'm gonna go Georgia 42. Ohio State 35. I think it stays close either way it goes, as long as Ohio State plays the whole game, which yeah. I really hope I think... like like it's playoff, like like y'all <clears throat> should be able to like play a game of football. The thing that worries me the most is when we've lost in these playoff games or in these big bowl games. It's been bad losses. Like the year we lost to Clemson in the semifinals, like 31 nothing. Like we lost to Bama in the national championship with Justin Fields. It was like 56 24. So if you see Georgia go up early, I don't think Ohio State's going to have the drive to get back in the game. Like you said, I agree with you 100%. Ohio State's got to be up early for it to be like, like if Georgia's up 21 3 at half, Ohio State's not even putting up 20 points. I guarantee you. Yeah, that's like, what I'm saying. No, you can't play from behind. Yeah, that's how Tennessee is too, bro. That's what happened with South yeah. Carolina. They they got ahead early. So if, if Georgia's up early, like by two touchdowns at half, expected to be like a like a Michigan type game where it's like 24 point lead the whole time. So I don't. Ohio State just. I've. It's hard for me to. You just <clears> can't <throat> dig yourself a hole, bro. Yeah, we can't dig ourselves into a hole because we can't dig ourselves out. And you're not going to dig yourself out against Georgia because they're not going to make mistakes. You've got to force that. Like, like I've said, you've got to force them to make the mistake because they're not going to do it on their own. Yeah. So we'll see. 
but all right anything else you want to cover uh to all all the OU fans listening I'm sorry I know we all had a losing season tough loss to Florida State it was a good game it was a good game props props to OU though uh, six and seven going into the SEC in the next couple of years. We'll see what happens. Um, y'all got an off season to get better, rebuild, do whatever you got to do. Year two of the Venables era. I know it was uh tough for y'all to see. I loved seeing it, to be honest. Like I haven't I haven't talked a whole lot of shit on OU this year, but like, fuck, I love seeing that shit. All the shit talk I've heard <laughs> from Tennessee being so bad for ever from from OU fans and honestly I I would have no hatred for OU if it wasn't all OU fans talking shit on Tennessee my whole entire life but it has been like so That's I just exactly how I feel about LSU down here bro like all high school bro LSU so good oh oh LSU SEC all this bull crap bro get out of here yeah, I, I can't cheer for LSU, bro. Like, I, I know I wore an LSU shirt when we, when we went to the Tennessee game, so like, I I can root a little bit for you LSU. You wore an LSU bro. shirt, but you were rooting for Tennessee. <laughs> yeah, like I just something about LSU, man. I just can't, like the other night when Arkansas LSU was playing, I was like cheering for Arkansas, and like they didn't call a foul on Arkansas. They should have been called late in the game. And my mom was like, "Who are you cheering for?" And I was like. I don't care. Yeah, whatever. I just want to see a good game. But I said that, but I'm like, nah, bro. LSU like, won, I, didn't they? Yeah, and it shouldn't have been. Yeah. It should have been. There should have – there was a lot of fouls late in the – like Arkansas was fouling to get them to the line because it's a one-and-one. Yeah. And the refs didn't call a foul. And Arkansas, like, lost a bunch of time. So it was a very poorly officiated basketball game. I would, I would tell you that. It was bad, but – Hey, low key SEC basketball, like really strong. Yeah. Like I wouldn't be surprised if there's like 12 teams that make the NCAA tournament for basketball for in the SEC. 12. Like, like, bro, like there's a good, like it's, it's solid all there's, around. Like the, the whole conference teams, is good. Isn't there? There's a 14. Um, there's 14 teams. I mean, 11 I mean, SEC teams made bowl games. I could, I could see 10 or 11 teams making the tournament. Yeah. I know. Tennessee's solid. Alabama solid. Missouri beat Kentucky the other day. Missouri's uh, good. Yeah, Arkansas obviously. LSU. I don't. We'll see about LSU. They're just not getting to the meat of their schedule. But yeah, who knows? Auburn's always good. Like it's not just Kentucky and Florida anymore. It's yeah. there's like seven or eight teams that are really good. Yeah. Is my parlay hitting tonight, boys? Do that. Can you see it? CJ McCollum, what? CJ McCollum. Kind of, it's blurry. CJ McCollum over two and a half turnovers. Franz Wagner over one and a half threes. Jaden McDaniels over 16 and a half PRA. Jordan Poole under five assists. Isaiah Stewart less than 18 and a half points plus rebounds. And Nikola Vucevic over 35 and a half fantasy score. Coming off a six for six and a five for five. Can we make it three days straight, baby? This no. is 20 bucks to win 500. We'll see. And if I hit this, I'm going to start selling my fucking picks. Bro, bro, we got to start. You know what? You know where to start selling picks, bro? You got to DM, DM a thousand people. 
okay? Get say free pick on me. You get five hundred of them. This, let's say it's McCollum over turnovers. Five hundred over turnovers. Five hundred under turnovers. Okay, one of them's gonna hit. They're gonna be like, oh my god. Okay, another free pick on me. Franz Wagner over one and a half threes. Give two hundred fifty of them over. Two hundred fifty of them under. Okay, two hundred fifty people got two picks. One more free pick on me. Okay, Jade McDaniel's PRA. Give half of them over. Half of them under. Okay, that's three. That's 125 people that are like, this dude's a fucking god. I'm going to start buying his picks. And there we go. I'm about to start doing that shit. No, I'm kidding. I can't do that now since I said it on the podcast. But if any of yeah, y'all out say, there are into that type of thing. I fun DM at a thousand people. <laughs> Sounds like a fun time. Yeah. All right. Anything you want to cover before we wrap it up? Um, if Ohio State wins, what this whole podcast owes me a hundred dollars. What do you mean this? Why? Whole what do you mean this whole? Podcast? Everyone listening, cash at me a hundred dollars because I know y'all are betting on Georgia. <laughs> I am, and I'm telling all y'all to go bet on Georgia too. But we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. I could be wrong. <laughs> I'm about to uh, log off here. Go uh, watch my Tennessee balls. I'm not going to be too cocky. Obviously, it's Clemson, but it's Joe Milton's day, baby. Let's try. Day. This this has been a week for Tennessee quarterbacks. Josh Dobbs now Joe Milton. Hey, Dobbs didn't play too. Obviously, they didn't win, but like their offense looked a lot better with Dobbs than it did with Malik Willis. And yeah, because Josh Dobbs knows how to like not screw up. Like, and Dobbs has been there for two weeks, so yeah, maybe he's uh the future of the Tennessee Titans. That man, like, like he could literally just quit football and like he could just go make like 500k as a rocket scientist right now. Like, yeah. that's insane. Bro, he about. fucking works for NASA in the offseason. Yeah, it's crazy. He's he's a fucking. I forgot what his degree is. It's like astronom- astronomy engineering or some shit. Yeah. All right. It's going to do it for us. Um, I wanted to make an NFL episode, but I don't know if we'll have time. We'll try to. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Because obviously you're going to the Sugar Bowl and then playoffs are tomorrow. But anyways, appreciate you boys listening. If you got this far, follow us on Instagram at the.pressroom. And on TikTok at the press room underscore. Um, not sure when, when we're going to record. Obviously, we will next week. Um, we'll try to fit an, an NFL episode in, but we'll see. Uh, if you're making any bets, good luck. I'm seeing a whole lot of people jump on the prize picks train recently. So it's good to see. Uh, if anybody's not on it, hit me up. Use my code. Double your deposit. $25. Actually, no, it's not even. Yeah, you double your deposit. And then I get $25. Yep. So helps me out helps you out maybe i'll give you some free picks free money all right boys appreciate you listening and we will see you next episode peace